Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shed Geek Podcast here at Union Grove Lumber Studios. To know more about the Shed Geek Podcast, visit us at shedgeek.com. And for all your lumber needs, call one of the team members at 704-539-5506 or visit us online at uniongrovelumber.com. Hey, stop what you're doing and take a listen to today's High Barn sponsor. My Shed Solutions provides shed companies with software designed to help them grow. Your success is our success. To solidify our commitment to growing the shed industry, we are providing our 3D configurator, My Shed 3D, to manufacturers at no cost. My Shed 3D is a robust and comprehensive 3D builder. Design your customers' sheds in 3D, generate invoices, and process payments with a click of a button. Our material tracking program, My Shed Materials, provides real-time tracking of all materials. We use a complex formula to ensure that you have the materials that you need when you need them. My Shed Materials also provides cut lists and calculates total material cost for every building. Our delivery scheduling program, My Shed Deliveries, provides a seamless interface to connect shed manufacturers and RTO companies with shed haulers. Scheduling deliveries and pickups has never been easier. Let us show you how My Shed Solutions can help you grow your business and increase your efficiency. Visit MyShedSolutions.com to learn more. Okay, welcome back to ShedsForSale.com studios. We're here talking with Gary Miller. Uh, and Gary is a Pennsylvania boy, is that right? That's correct. And uh, so we're just sitting here kind of figuring out a little bit of your story. You care to... You care to explain a little bit about how you got into hauling? Well, three years ago, if you would have asked me that I'd be hauling sheds, I just said, absolutely not. I just, I was not interested in it. Um, I've been driving trucks since I was 19. Um, got out of the truck a few times for a short periods of time. Um, back in 05, I got out for about two years and I was hanging garage doors and actually was hanging garage doors in shed buildings in the Lancaster area. Okay. Um, bought my own truck, my first truck in 07 and I've had my own truck since then pretty much. Okay. Um, the last job I had, I was actually working for somebody. I'd sold my equipment and I'd been gone overnight quite a bit. I was out all week and that was just rough on the family. I'd leave Sunday, get home Friday. Like my boss, like my truck, like my job. Like it, it was a good job, but it was just too much being gone. And a uh, good friend, Irvin Stolzfus, he had been hauling sheds local for a couple years, and every now and then he would just bug me about it. And uh, nah, not interested. Just not interested <laughs> at all. I, I wasn't afraid of the driving because I drove anyway. wasn't afraid of the wide loads. I've held some wide stuff before. I just mostly what I didn't want was I, I was I was concerned about setting sheds in backyards and dealing with customers, and I wasn't used to the mule. I, I didn't know anything about it, you know. Like I just wasn't really into that at all. And uh, he finally said something at the right time, and. Uh, okay, sure, we'll, we'll see if we can figure this out. And I thought about it for a couple of weeks, crunched a bunch of numbers, and more than I've ever crunched numbers in my life, I believe, and talked to my wife about it, and it, it made sense. And so jumped into it, not not really knowing how this is all going to work. And I rode with Irvin 
one day. And he showed me, you know, how his trailer works and how to run the mule and all that kind of stuff. And I, I've grown up around equipment all my life, running small-time equipment on little farms. You know, as, as a kid, I knew how to run equipment. So running equipment wasn't a new thing to me, but I still didn't know how to run the mule specifically. Yeah. But over the course of a couple of days, you kind of figure it out and get used to it and it didn't take long. It the first the first couple of weeks, man, setting sheds. It I was a little slow at it. It did take me forty five minutes, an hour, hour and a half. I remember one job. I should have turned it down, but it was. I think I was three hours on site or something like that. Yeah. It, it, but it was. I mean, now a normal job, I can be in and out of a job site in twenty minutes. Well, I think thirty I th- minutes. You know, that's pretty normal. It's. It's really good for like new haulers to hear. Like you were saying whenever we were just talking back and forth just a minute ago, basically, um, you know, listening to the podcast, you know, gave you a different impression of something because of what you heard from the Richard Miller episode. Mm-hmm. And it sort of kind of made your, your, your eyes open to a different way of seeing rent own or, or different things. But uh, by being here telling these stories, we'll be able to give a new hauler uh, maybe that confidence that they've been lacking. What's the biggest thing that surprised you whenever you got into hauling? You were going back and forth with Irvin, but then what's the thing whenever you got out there that you were like, no one told me about this? Mm, that's a tough one. Probably, I don't, I don't think there's a whole lot about the actual industry itself that surprised me. I mean, I, even though I wasn't actually in the industry, like, I've seen sheds going up and down the road all my life. Born and raised in Lancaster County all my life, so I know I know sheds are going to go up and down the road. I know guys that do it. Um, again, I put doors in sheds for a period of time. Um, I know it's different than setting actually setting sheds. Um, the biggest thing that I think that I would is the people I've gotten to know. Yeah. Like, and the camaraderie, camaraderie that, that goes with it, like events like this and getting to know Sam, getting to know Jason Kaufman, um, Micah Menzel, Laverne Beachy, some guys that I, I've, I would actually start to consider, like, good friends. Yeah. Um, you Aber- consider Sol- Sam a good friend? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, you know, he got quiet. He got yeah. quiet on that one, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I would. I, I, I like Sam. Sam's a good dude. Uh, there's another guy back home. He's he's on a shed hauler page all the time. Admiral Stolzfus, and he he gets himself in some situations, like just and and I give him grief about it all the time, and, and he does it to himself, but yet he always manages to pull it off. Like it, it just he's. For the record, you said shetty situation, didn't <laughs> yes, you? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just he, he he seems to get himself in situations, and and he puts himself in there because he he just doesn't turn stuff down. Like yeah. I, I'm talking more private moves, stuff like that. And I'm not afraid to put myself out there sometimes too with certain situations in private private move territory but 
there's there's some things where if I'm a little concerned about it, I'll just price it way high, and if I don't get it, I don't care. You know, it, better you, better safe than it is to regret. Exactly. I, I exactly. see those conversations happen quite a bit on on like the hauler page on yeah. on Facebook that'll say, you know, you don't want to end up, and that's that's something that a, uh, a young driver might not realize yeah, right yeah. is is the advice well, that i would i would give and i'm not giving that as a hauler let me be clear right but you know maybe taking a look at um you do have the equipment to move this job but is that job worth the the time and the effort and, and are you really paying attention to your roi as an independent hauler and is that the right time to take it or, or, or you know when do you when do you need to take those private moves maybe um i'm an, i'm fascinated more than anything at the haulers at what you said is, is you said it's the people it's not even necessarily the job it's the events like this that you get to be at so that's really where i found that i was the most welcome uh, was to show up at the bash mm-hmm. you know and people just sort of embrace you um uh we were just saying and, and i don't want to repeat myself a hundred times but you know it's a bunch of alpha males a bunch of dudes you know what i mean yep. like that's hauling yep, and, and you probably don't see that as much with like maybe sales you know a little bit a little bit um uh more customer service driven maybe or 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 a softer approach because they're sales mm-hmm. and they're they're looking and uh with the guys it's just kind of like you, you get around a circle of guys around a circle of haulers and I, I brought my wife with me you know, to this event. So I was like, uh, just so you know, (laughs) (laughs) like you got to give warning, but at the same time I finished it up and I said, honestly, uh, they have one of the best hearts in the industry and they probably have a better cohesiveness than any section of the industry that I've seen. Um, But we all, we all think that we can get it done no matter what. Like you have to have that attitude. And I mean, it's a little different with the over the road guys that, that haul shed and just, drop at lots like i don't know i kind of put those guys in a different category than home sure. delivery guys i mean not that they're any lesser by sure. any stretch i'm i'm not trying to say that but it's just it's different like yeah. you're going to a lot you're backing in or moving around you're dropping the sheds and you're leaving you know the shed delivery guys are got to deal with the customer and um we all all think that hey yeah you can get it done now i there, there's, there's things that I see that on the shed hauler page sometimes that I just shake my head and like, I just won't do it. Yeah, I, I don't care if the customer doesn't get a shed. I don't care. I'm not doing it that way. And I, I know that we all do stuff that is quote unquote unsafe at times. Um, I try not to. Just uh, yesterday morning, I. Had, had a roller that I had my shed sitting on, and I was pushing it front, and uh, it fell off. It slid off to the side. The roller went in underneath the shed about five or six feet in from in from the end of the shed, and I was within about three feet of uh, a fence. I couldn't really pull the shed back with my mule on the other end. It, it just it was tight, so I jacked it up. Well, I, I didn't have anything to really strong enough to actually reach under and pull the roller out. Well, what's the next best option? You jack that up as with some height so you can crawl under there and get it, and you do it as quick as you can, and you get back out. Like if that if that jack would have fell over, I I probably wouldn't be here today. You know, like so you you do stuff like that, and and then you know I 
I try not to harp on guys that do up and overs. I I won't do an up and over. Yeah. I just won't do it. And I know there's other guys that won't do it either. But there's pictures like that all the time on the shed holder page of guys doing it. And okay, if you want to do it, that, that, that's fine. But I'm not going to do it. I just, I just won't. Yeah. And hey, stop what you're doing. Listen to this mini barn sponsor. Shed builders, are you looking for the latest in shed innovation? Do you want to sell what your customers demand? Introducing Rampage Door System. Forget about lifting heavy ramps into position to use for your portable shed. The Rampage Door System doubles as a door and a ramp, saving you time and money. If you're a manufacturer of sheds looking to install Rampage Doors on your line of sheds, call today, 833-726-7776. Rampage. And and, there, and that's and that's a that's a natural process, right? Really, whenever you think about your part of the where, where you work at in the industry and hauling, I mean, you're going to see different sales philosophy from one lot to the next. Uh, rent to own, you might see a different philosophy from one company to the next. Right. You know, uh, it, it's going to be with builders. Some some won't build this, or some will build that. Um, so I, I think it's a natural thing to see the difference and what I really appreciate most is the the respect that everybody gives on the page because really if you didn't know the guys it would look like sometimes not really being respectful right it would be like oh he just took a shot right, right. but it's it's actually just a bunch of dudes that's that's like yeah I would I wouldn't do that or you know that's mm-hmm. that's not the best way to do it and I think most of the time it's it's really not meant as criticism no not it, it's just it's just a bunch of guys that are perfecting their craft is the way i would explain it there, there's sometimes i sometimes you see stuff on the hauler page that's a little bit like especially if you don't know the guy you're not quite sure how to take it but um for the most part it's pretty respectful um and i, and I like that i everything I, reads different yeah, than what it sounds exactly you know well, communication is that everybody's is that way. everybody's um definition of sarcasm or whatever yeah or how everybody looks at something is going to be different than everybody else so what i think is funny and sarcastic somebody might take offense at but i yeah i i never when i started this industry number one i never would have thought the friends that i would make um and i honestly didn't think about i mean i i looking at the numbers before i started i figured i knew i could make money yeah, but and and then again, the last year has been just an explosion and is sure. way different than I think anything else. But I've I've made being home every night for the most part. I, I've made as good of money as I've ever made in my life, and I and made some I, good friends. Oh yeah, along the way, I've made some really good friends. I never met Arlen sitting to my left right now. Yeah, Arlen, thank you for hosting us. I, I've never today. met him before. I, I've seen him on the, the Shed Hauler page, but I'd never met him before. This morning, we were sitting down at breakfast. He sat down beside me, and, like, he's got a really nice place here. and Beautiful facility. From, from what I know of him now, like, yeah, he, he's a pretty cool dude. Like, uh, you well, know, get, I, get to know him a little better. <laughs> you might change. I made but, you a little scallops <laughs> last night, so that might have something to do with it, well, too. I huh? wasn't here for that. Oh, you weren't? No, I wasn't Well, then here you for really that. missed out. That would have uh, changed your perspective completely. <laughs> scallops. 
Yeah, I'm not a fan of scallops. You so would have been. You think? <laughs> yep. Well, he's gonna change. He's gonna change that. <laughs> All right. So you got you guys kind of had like a little powwow last oh, night here. We did. That like, was really good. Tell tell us a little bit about that. Like, I mean, you had what eight, ten, twelve guys? I think I counted fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting around a campfire. We did. Imagine having a mic in the middle of all of that last night. Yeah, that oh, would have been, been good. <laughs> now, I got here at 1130 last night and warmed up a leftover steak on the on the fire. And it, it was edible. It was it was still very, very edible. It was very good. I, I don't think Arlen had anything to do with the steak. I did not. That was all Sam. But Sam and Mott. It was... It was still very good, even after warming it up over the fire. Like it, it was, it was very good. Man, they, there's like a, there's always like this uh, camaraderie at these things that you can't put into a microphone and get out to everyone else. This no. is why I always encourage people to get out and go to these things, the expos, the bash, the the barbecues, the whatever it is, whatever's going on. Got go to be present. Go, go and be there. Be part of it. Meet people. You learn. You learn the way um, others do things and not in a way that says, I want to come in here and learn and take that away. But you, you learn with a spirit of cooperation. I mean, literally, Sam said a minute ago, there's there's guys here from, you know, Utah, Texas, Pennsylvania, Illinois, um, but where, wherever else. I mean, North Carolina that's or, you know, South Carolina. I mean, we're right here in, in their backyard, but um, still, it's really cool, and we, we certainly thank you for opening up your facility. Yeah, you're you know, welcome. I this. just I just walked through the shop a couple minutes ago with the guy from Montezuma, so that's like two hours down the road. I mean, legitimate yeah. competition, but I do, Mike, I do appreciate the way the the haulers and Sam pushing some of this camaraderie and, and yeah. like, I don't know how it is in a lot of other industries. I've not been in a lot of other ones where you got guys working together like this. But there's so quick the tendency to hold on to stuff with your fist closed. Yeah. Like just grab that stuff and not let somebody show up and, you know, pull yourself out of these kind of interactions. I still, that ain't a way to I live. still actually struggle with that a little bit with uh, <clears throat> some of my builders like – I tend to stay pretty pretty tight-lipped about what I'm doing. I'm not afraid, some of my friends, I'm not afraid to share who I haul for. And there's a couple guys that we've compared rates back and forth. Yeah. But, like, I came from, I mean, trucking in general before, and that was just such a, a so much a cutthroat industry, it seemed. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. like, the guys that I worked for and the stuff I did before, I... I never shared too much with anybody. Like, it, it was, like Arlen said, closed. I mean, I was friends with a lot of guys in the trucking industry, but nobody really shared rates too much. Like, not, nothing was ever – it just just wasn't wasn't uh, disclosed much. And, and, and it, it's still, I, I think, nobody – not everybody needs to know my rates. Yeah. Not everybody needs to know Arlen stuff. Like, there, there's still some value to keeping some stuff close to your vest. Tacked or, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I don't need to know everybody else's rates, mm-hmm. but there's a few guys that I'm not afraid to share my rates with. Yeah. Even though they also work for the same builder that I do, and we've actually compared rates quite a bit with a couple guys, good friends, and how... Abner, for instance, 
comes to his final bill is way different than how I come to my bill that I would send to the builder. But in the end, we're within 25, 50 bucks of, of the bill. Like it, it's, and so sharing that, like, I don't know. It, it's, it's interesting how, how, yeah, pe- people relate versus other industries like Arlen was saying. I, I think you learn a lot through that. Yeah. I mean, if you're, you know, uh, we were talking about doing a, um, an episode with like a, a new hauler and a new builder and a new salesperson and sort of watching them as they go throughout the industry year two, three, four, five, if they're still around. And if so, what's different now than what you saw changing? Um, Erlen, how long have you been, how long have you been doing this? We've been, we started in March of 2015. So this is just closed our six year anniversary. So we're in our seventh year. And, and is it, I had not, no previous experience. No way. No is it not um is it not like wild how different it is in year 6 or 7 than what it was in 1 and what you thought yeah and you know there's there's a whole lot to lay over that you know obviously the sales environment is nuts right now yeah and everything that goes into that but yeah i mean as a company like what i see probably the most is we had a journey to get to where we're at now, and we got a journey that's a ways to go yet. But it does feel like about the five-year mark, four- to five-year mark, we were able to really solidify a lot of stuff about how we wanted to do things and who we wanted to be, that when you first start, you're kind of a little scattered or just trying to find your way through it. And now operating out of that, and you don't have to, I'm not saying you're, you're close to new ideas, but just being solid with who you are lets you pick opportunities that match who you are yeah and you know when you're when you're newer every one of those conversations about a new dealer or buying equipment you know you go through all that a lot in depth strong trying to figure out is this somebody that would fit or somebody that's not and once you have some of that experience it feels like you know that a little bit quicker yeah um, and easier and then it's easier to say no to opportunities that might look great but could bite you Tell you what, your facility here looks awesome. I, I, we pulled up and I was like, "Wow, this is." It's different than what it looks like on Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to find this place based on Google Maps. Yeah. Well, I found it. it yeah, the yeah, your directions here, are right, but you're like, like "Wait a minute, a where'd all the trees go?" Trees, <laughs> plot of woods, right yeah. in the middle of where this new building is. Yep. And like I, uh, we, yeah. we we had seven acres here, and when we first started, there was by far more of it trees than then open and now other way around one tree yeah that's on our property anymore (laughs) Uh, it's it's absolutely beautiful and the buildings look awesome sitting out there man like uh yeah i I love it i enjoyed i enjoyed the drive out here too it was uh it was uh pretty good um gary we appreciate you being on man i don't know uh what else to say other than thank you i wish you nothing but like continued success and what you do um, uh, as your adventure in hauling. Um, I loved your story, man. I love I love how you got started, and uh, you, you you were at first kind of hesitant to say no. I, I'm not even I'm not even considering it. Now you're like I, I probably wouldn't even consider leaving. And, uh, I mean, I, I know I don't want to do this all my life. Like I just I don't want to work this hard all my life. I I don't want to be doing this. I'm f- almost 43 and. I've said before, I don't even want to be doing this when I'm 50. Now, 
will I be doing this 150? I don't know, but I kind of, I always have my eyes open for something else or something, not better, but I guess I kind of have the entrepreneurial spirit, spirit. Hey, stop what you're doing. Listen to this mini barn sponsor. Are you a shed manufacturer or shed dealer with inventory? Do you want to be more visible online? How are your sheds for sale being seen online? Did you know the word sheds for sale is trending as a top search phrase on Google and listing your sheds for sale on a site named shedsforsale.com only makes sense? Ask yourself, how would you search for a shed for sale without searching sheds for sale? Let shedsforsale.com and the industry's strength in numbers drive traffic to your sales lots or brand. Check us out online, you guessed it, at shedsforsale.com to learn more. Your customers will meet you there. And I kind of... I think you have to be like doing what you're what you're doing because yeah. you gotta you gotta have that creativity to constantly yeah. problem solve. So I kind of jumped in here just late at the end here, but was your donut good? Yeah, my donut was good, but don't <laughs> let my wife don't let my wife know I just ate a five pound donut. It was a five pound donut. Had, I mean, they, they are maple, huge. Maple, maple icing bacon. bacon. Yeah, sure. Oh, this is the donut one. episode oh, number two. It, it, yes, it, it was unreal. But I wanted to. You should have seen him making eyes at the thing when he was eating. We it. didn't yeah. even have to promise Perry. anybody <laughs> a donut to get on this. Oh, time. that's right. We didn't even promise a donut. Oh, well, go for the record, Gary, now. Gary is one of these guys. That if you look at him, he doesn't eat donuts. Like, no, if he Gary, does, he just inhales them, and they don't even stick to him because he's like, or else built they stick in the right place. Yeah, right? I don't know. He got he he figured out how to make donuts stick to his arms. Um, but I, I wanted to, I wanted to comment. He's over to, yeah, I'm going to get even with you. I, I knew I'd get my chance sooner or later, but did you even notice what his shirt says? I mean, it's like what Gary Miller stands for. Says, Just stop wishing, start working. I, see, I don't have my contacts in. I thought it said Sam Byler's overrated, but oh. <laughs> he, if, if there was such a shirt, he would be the one wearing it. <laughs> Yes, that's so, awesome. So, so what is the getting back at him though? What is? Uh, I think oh, he's know. he's one of the guys that always picks on me. He keeps me sharp. Okay, but uh, he's he's one of them that every time I'm in Pennsylvania, I want to hang out at Funks, and I want to. Yeah. I guess this is the official Funks shout out for one of the best restaurants around, and uh, he's always one of the first ones to be willing to meet me there, and we always get a good crowd. And now here he is. Uh, 11, 12 hours from home. Drives ten, all the way. 10 without traffic. 10 without traffic. Well, that is true. If I do it at nighttime, I, I do it all. I was a Ford with a mule on the back. <laughs> well, 15 probably. But it's, it's uh, thank you for always being one of them that steps up and does what needs to be done. You do. Uh, I, I try. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate you being on. Thank Thanks you, guys. For having me on. It's yep. been pretty cool. Appreciate. It. Yeah, thank you. It's good to meet you, man. You too. Definitely. Next time I'm in PA, we'll we'll, we'll holler at you and we'll go to Funks yeah. and oh, yeah. get us something. Get, get Dave. How many commercials can we get for Funks in here? <laughs> get Dave and John to come, and yep. I, I don't know Kyle. I didn't meet him at all, but I, uh, he's I not really that important. He's you not know? okay. Yeah, then, whatever. <laughs> I could say all these things while he's not here right yeah. now, and he'll edit that. But right? he'll 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 be the one who edits it. So yeah. I'll be over here pushing buttons like I got fat thumbs, <laughs> trying to figure out what to do, and he'll be like, "Yep, that's not going uh-huh. anywhere." Kyle, who? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's a that's a diss right now. He's gonna be like, "Both of y'all can't get me." Uh-huh. But yeah, we'll, we definitely will when me and him's uh, in the area. We'll yeah, we'll say hello, man. Absolutely. Appreciate you doing this, yeah. and. Uh, 
wish you nothing but continued success Thank for you. sure. Same yeah. to you with the podcast. I, I'm going to have to make sure I listen to more of the episodes because I, it's definitely, definitely a good. What I have listened to so far has definitely been good. So. We appreciate that, man. Um, we try not to overthink it. We really just try to, it's, you know. Sometimes till, it's better just to wing it. I mean. I, honestly, uh, it is. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. Sit, sit down and like, like this mic's open right now. If somebody just got up and the next guy sat down, that's some of the best moments you'll mm-hmm. get instead of trying to plan out everything and make it go the way you want it. The reality is that people see through that, and then they just want to know the real story. Yeah. And they're like, tell me the real story because that's what I want to hear. So, yeah, yeah, man. Thanks for making the trip out here, Shannon. Yeah, hey, well. And dragging your equipment along and doing this. It's the, always good. The facility's amazing, and it sounds like y'all got some five-pound donuts that I need to go find. So. That's it. Go find one. All right. We appreciate it, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Shed Geek Podcast. This is Mo Lunsford of Union Grove Lumber. We would like to welcome you to the Union Grove Lumber Studios. Hey, we're this year's studio sponsor. And this is your host, Shannon Latham. Here at the Shed Geek Podcast, we give you education you can use and entertainment you need.